Welcome to the Principal's Office Podcast. We have, well, actually, let me just have her introduce herself. Introduce yourself, your background, and the time in our district. I am Emily Rivers. I am a sixth grade school counselor. My background consists of Running Start, Central Washington University, where I got my undergrad in psychology and my minor in creative writing. And then I went to City University of Seattle, where I got my master's in professional school counseling. Um, and then I worked two years at another school, and this is my first year here at Surprise Lake Middle School. We're going to talk about another school, but just <laughs> playing it along. Like, when, when do you count it as the official starting point? September 11th was my first day. Oh, okay, we'll count <laughs> September 11th. Okay. What do you wish you had known about education when you started out? Um, that it never... Ends. Like there's always something to learn and to grow on. And so when I thought, when I was going through my program, I was like, all right, I can do this. These are the things I'm learning. This is how it's going to be done. And then every day I'm learning something new and um, growing in different ways. So, you know, I, like I'm 22 years in right now and I feel like I'm the same spot. I feel like that's just how it goes. That's how education is. So. Yeah, it's going to keep on that way. Yeah. Okay. Uh, tell me, uh, this one's more like for a teacher, but tell me about a lesson that failed spectacularly, but you have prepared. So I'm sure you got a good answer to this question. Yes. Um, so during my program for school counseling, I was over at Gray Middle School in Tacoma, and we were doing hybrid days, and I walked into a classroom ready to do a lesson, and I had everything. It was on all on the screen and we were doing the Kahoot and I had a PowerPoint and stuff like that, but my computer didn't connect to their computer because I was an intern and not um, an actual certified staff member. Um, so my stuff was not working and I had to wing it on the fly to create a lesson that was in-person rather than uh, technology-based. And it didn't go super fantastic. Um, the kids were just really nice and sat there and listened and they're like, okay, we, we can do this. Um, so it was just learning to have a backup to my backup was how I got through that lesson. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I suppose. The, um, okay, uh, let's see. What is one thing the students would be surprised to find out about you? Um, I... I have a lot of things that could be surprising, but I have three pigs at home and two goats. Three kids. pigs at home, like full-on pigs, or are we like talking like Norwegian pigs? Uh, they're big pigs. They're Cooney Cooney mixes, so they're probably around 200 pounds each, 250 pounds each. We have a connection here. I raised pigs when I was growing up in 4-H. Oh, Do you raise them to as like pets, or are they... Yeah, they're pets. Okay. Um, so I go out there and I scratch their tummies and they fall over and we have a good time and they will be pets for as long as they're living at the house. So how would one, um, I mean, goats, I, guess, I could see, I did, wait, actually, I have so many questions here. This is really, this is my favorite part. I love being able to ask them. So how does one become a pig owner as a pet? Um, well, my first one I got off of a farm, um, I don't remember where, like I think in Eatonville, they were just selling these pigs. Um, and I chose this one and this one was going to be my pet. Um, and he passed away a year and a half ago. Um, and then these new pigs, 
I had rescued one from a farmer who was going to put them down because they were boys. Um, and so I, I rescued one and I found another home for the other one. And this one we gave to one of my mom's family friends who had pigs as uh, pets. This lady um, then was diagnosed with cancer and was not able to keep up with the pigs and how to like care for them because she also had alpacas and, and chickens. And so she's like, hey, do you want all three of these pigs? Like the one you rescued and two more? Um, so now we have all three of them. We have Henry, Appa, and Zuko. Uh, pigs are so. such good. They got good, good character. I They're like so them. smart. I taught my first one sit, stay, um, and then he had preferences for foods, and uh, I had to peel the banana and give him the peel, and then the banana. He's very particular. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> so fun. Yeah. That's so fun. And, uh, and you said that you actually, you know what? I'm digging way too into the pig thing. I know <laughs> this is very interesting. I guess suppose I can do that at another time. Uh, let's see. What inspires you to come to work every day? Uh, what inspires you to leave your pigs and come to work every day? That is a good question. It's just the the fact that I can be, like, the thought, not the fact, but the thought that I can be that one person in somebody's life that made a big difference, um, whether that's saying, yes, you can do this, and everybody's been, like, telling them that they can't, and I'm that one person that says, you can, and then later in life, they're like, oh, my goodness, my sixth grade school counselor said I could do this, and look at me now. Um, so just that that future vision of somebody looking back and saying, you know what? That person made that difference in my life, um, and I want to be that person. <laughs> you know what? That is, I love that. I like they, um, there's a there's a quote out there. It's important every day. It's it that it's a, there's a lot of responsibility at the same time. I try to I think of that every every interaction that I have with every single student all day long is because sometimes you never know when you're going to say that thing that they're going to remember for the rest of their lives, or it's something that you're having a, what you think to be a profound conversation with a kid and it's just going to blow in one ear and one out the, the other. So that's responsibility, but it's a, it's a good responsibility to have. Okay. okay. Um, when was the last time you learned something brand new? Um, I've been learning a lot of brand new things in this job, like the policies and procedures and everything like that. But outside of work in general, um, I am learning American Sign Language. So the other day I learned some different uh, school signs, like um, now that I don't remember it, it was like history and geography, like just like classroom signs that were, were interesting. Wow. <laughs> so what, what possessed you to go learn American Sign Language? I always wanted to learn it. Uh, when I was in high school, it wasn't a, a class that was offered. And then I went to Central and it was a three-year program, and I was only there for two years, and it was a whole thing. And um, I don't know. I just love it. I love the language. I love the culture. I love the history. There's a lot of bad history in there, um, and just, like, the strength that deaf people have had to, like, overcome everything that's happened to them and continue to, like, spread this language and culture. It's been really impressive. Uh, man, <laughs> you are such a counselor. Such a counselor. I think that is, that is a huge compliment, by the way. Um, okay, what is your best tip for making SLMS the best school in the history of ever? Um, I would say kindness. Reaching out to people that you see sitting by themselves or quietly doing something, just saying hi. Uh, there's a lot of multilingual students here, 
and that has been really impressive. Uh, when I was in the connections classes and um, Mrs. Min would say, raise your hand if you know more than one language, and most of the class was able to raise their hand. I was like, I love that. Like, I, I want to be able to raise my hand like that too, but um, that also comes with a lot of fear and anxiety and um, I like thinking that to make it a, like the best place ever would be to say hi to each other. Um, Connect. It looks like the, just the same way that you were talking about how we can say something that can impact a kid's life for the, their entire life. Like another classmate, too, can too. And so they can take the time to just be kind and say hi. Nice. You're right, man. That's God. <laughs> I like you. Ah, Emily Rivers, you could stay here for a while. All right, if you could turn back time and tell your middle school self something, what would it be? Um, Probably to try new activities. Um, I was very much so in my classes and then I went home and I didn't do anything after school. I was in a couple of uh, plays and musicals, but like as a side character or um, as the background person, the person doing like the tech and stuff. Um, but to like try out a club or try out a sport and like explore different things and make connections that way. Um, that's what I would tell myself. Like, it's okay to branch out from academics. It's, it's fun. Perfect. Don't advise for kids. Go on, try stuff. We got lots of activities. Thank you.